Welcome to the Contact Center Cactus Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Malvin, coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm your co-host, Jake Ayan, from Dumaguete City, Philippines. I'm a serial entrepreneur, started my first business 10 years ago, and six LLCs later, I started PacBiz Contact Center Outsourcing in 2015. Today, we have over 200 employees growing. And I'm the operations manager here in PacBiz, and I've been working with Eric since 2014, and I grew as the company grew. So whether you're looking to outsource for the first time, whether you manage a contact center, or you're just looking to improve your customer experience, we'll be covering topics for you. So business managers, operations managers, business owners, this is for you, so make sure to subscribe. All right, welcome back to episode eight. We're just gonna pick up right where we left off. Uh, and I'm joined uh, yeah. still by uh, my co-host, uh, Jake in the Philippines. Thank you for joining. Yeah, all right, thanks. And um, yeah, we, we were left off with a question. And um, yeah, of course, if you, you know, we haven't talked about this, uh, like outsourcing. We always talk about outsourcing from, you know, uh, different companies, but if, if you can remember, Eric, you had sourced before, right? It started with, uh, it started with you. And so what advice can you give to a company that is hoping for a successful start to our sourcing? Oh, man, that's a, that's a great question. I like the setup on that. You're right. I did start by outsourcing myself. That's how PacBiz got started. And, um, you know, we started from scratch. We're like we set up our own office. Uh, we set up as we've encountered issues. We put up backup power, backup internet. Uh, we had to get a bigger office. There was a lot of things that we had to figure out that took a lot of time, and you know it's it's really difficult for a company to go and do that. So uh, you know for for outsourcing successfully. There's so many different options out there. Like just in our city where we're based in, in uh, Dumaguete, there's, I know, at least about 50 or so plus different call centers that are based there. And that's in a small town of 250,000 people in a country of 100 plus million people. And so just in the Philippines alone, I understand there's 10, like probably over 10,000 different call centers, 5,000 big enough to be you know registered on some different databases and then if you expand that out you know so just like everything you know like a great example is in, in the u.s you know uh, uh, the phrase i like to think is uh you know you kind of pay for what you get so if like for example costco in and out burger you know those are places that have reputations for having for paying their employees really well but also providing a great service and uh, you kind of you, you get to experience that. Uh, in fact, it's 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 uh, what they pride that it's uh, they have the employees that stick around for so long. Like Costco, you can go in there and you can see their name tag, and you can see how long they've been there. You know, since 2013, 2017. You know, like there's fast food places you would go to, they would never put that on their on there because they'd all say 2022. You know, July 2022, November 2022. They'd They'd be very, very um, recent. You don't want to show that. But having employees that stick around a long time because they're valued, that, that comes out into having a really great service. And I think the same thing happens in the call center space as well. You know, If the employees are taken care of, then they're going to take care of the customers and they're going to stick around a long time. If mm -hmm. you're, you know, like look at the issues that happen when you're at a fast food place where it's always someone brand new. Now the job is not that difficult. 
possibly. There's some complexities. Uh, I don't want to oversimplify people working at you know, McDonald's, but um, it, it gets a lot more sophisticated when you're having to work. You know, the clients that come to us and the problems that they're facing that they want us to solve gets way more complex. And so it takes, you know, we put college educated people on the phone. They've, they have years of experience and we have an attrition rate under 20%. So people stick around and, you know, if you work with us over two, three years, you're still going to have the core team still taking calls two, three years from now. And I think that really translates to a, a really different experience. But Again, it, it costs more if you go to, like if you're, you, you really got to look at what your focus is on. Like if you're trying to maximize your AHT, your average handle time versus maybe the budget, or it could be you're trying to maximize the NPS score, net promoter score. Uh, it really depends. You know, businesses are geared towards one thing or the other, not really both. And if you're trying to go for speed and trying to blast out as many calls as you can and not focus on the experience, you could find centers that could do that. If you're trying to find centers that really focus on the experience and that they have staff that has empathy and can, can make the customers feel better and add to your lifetime value, there's centers that do that too. But there's different costs associated with each and they really they make a, a big difference uh, uh, from the customer experience perspective. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, the core values that we have is is the main weapon of, uh, you know, <laughs> to, to uh, choose the right uh, center um, for to our source. Because, um, you know, if you don't, you don't, you know, let's start with, uh, let's just talk about respect. You know, if you have this uh, respect, you know, people will stick uh, to, you know, uh, keep working and uh, they, you know, they, they'll be happy. Uh, compared to other companies that are, you know, we, we they keep on changing and, uh, you know, uh, getting more, the, the attrition rate is high and, you know, uh, getting, always getting new people uh, uh, working for them. And, you know, that's, that's bad because, you know, the experience alone w is really a big thing uh, working with, uh, you know, uh, you know, being a, a, a call taker uh, in any businesses and, you know, especially with the taxi business, uh, it, it really matters. You know, it's like you're knowing all the people who's been calling every day. And it's it's really different if, you know, you know the, the flow, the, the speed, the accuracy, it, you know, it, it goes along with experience. So that's that's how it is. So if, if you have the right uh, core values, you, your people will stay longer and uh, this uh, experience uh, of being uh, a, a, a working in a call center uh, with a specific job will, will go uh, longer and uh, you know they, they know exactly what they're doing uh, at all times so this is uh, we're talking about people who's been very uh, I mean the expert of uh, what they do uh, because of that long experience so yeah it's it's just about the right uh, the right center the right uh, culture of the center and uh, core values itself. Yeah, awesome. Well, I uh, thank you for adding that. And you're right. You know, it is uh, almost like a weapon, I guess. If if you're thinking about <laughs> we're competing against these other centers, because like for me, yeah. I'm the one talking to all the businesses, and I'm hearing what their challenges are, 
and uh, it, it's just really only been the last 60 to 90 days that I've actually really focused on core values when I'm talking to businesses. And I lead with that. I, I start out with my sales presentation talking about these are our values. This is what we look for because it really is everything that, that like we base our decisions on at our center. The way we coach mm -hmm. staff, the way we hire them, the way we let people go when they're not a good fit. And we also look for businesses that match that. And you know, I'm just straight up honest with these people. Like, you know, if you're not a good fit with our core values, we can't work together. And if I see issues with our existing clients that, you know, are running up against our core values, then I'll speak up and tell the clients and let them know because of how important it is to us. And the amazing thing I've seen is how it's really attracted the right kind of businesses to come our way. Uh, and so my suggestion, is if you don't have your core values for your business, um, figure those out, figure what those are and uh, think about like what's important to your business. And then you could find a company that's a great fit uh, and uh, you could find one that just matches you guys perfectly. So, well, that's all the time we have for today. And so thank you guys for listening, Jake. Appreciate being my co-host. And uh, so we'll look for you guys next time on episode nine. We'll be talking more about outsourcing and the customer experience and sharing our, uh, our combined almost uh, 20 years of knowledge working together here. So thank you guys yeah, for listening. It's always a pleasure here. Yeah, likewise. All right. All right. See you guys next time.